2: we bring you Mothman's Red Eye Blend. Yes, delicious Panama beans. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com to
0: order yours today. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski. Yeah, it's me, man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zebrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast <laughs> on the left, babe. So go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have Sativa, we have Indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful.
2: Super tasty, live resin. You really get the delicious, weedy taste, which is what I like. And yes. three different experiences. You go
0: to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely Absolutely. absolutely thank you all so much for supporting the show we absolutely love you can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape put it in your brain and have a good time
2: and if you want us at your favorite weed store give them a call and ask for them by name last podcast on the left
0: it's weed hail yourselves everyone hail satan
3: there's no place to escape to this is the last podcast on the left
2: (laughs) that's when the cannibalism started A whole night, good old fashioned hotel night, yeah, hotel right. motel. I'm not gonna tell them where we're staying. No, no, <laughs> we're at the holiday, Inn, everyone, yeah, very good. But I, I uh, I choked down a bunch of edibles, I smoked a huge joint behind the curtain, right? Like, so I, you know, that's my new thing. What I do is I hide behind the curtain, I blow smoke into the corner, well, like yeah. a Polish vampire, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, but I was watching competing interviews one with the cia spook by the name of john ramirez who says not only was he abducted and milked by Grays, but he also was trusted with some of the
0: deepest darkest secrets that the cia has wow (laughs) you know okay that's how it is but he was trustworthy you think you
2: know, he talked a lot about his butthole. For somebody that <laughs> wasn't necessarily going to start off that day by st- by talking about his butthole, you know what I mean? Mm, so right. that's that. You know, that's a person that, that that happens to. Okay. You know, we all have butthole news.
4: Oh, of course, we have a lot of butthole news, and I'm ready to talk about it at any point. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to talk about it that day. Absolutely. See? See, that's what happens. All right. But then also with this uh, father, I was uh,
2: professional Vatican exorcist by the name of Vincent Lampert. Right, this fucking guy. This like Lambert. little. Lampert. Oh, I hate him. I hate him. And I trust the CIA guy way more than I trust The Exorcist. Yeah. Well, Even though they're they arguably the same amount and full of shit. Right. Right. But there's just something about, at least the other guy's talking about his butthole. I can get in on that. That's something <laughs> I can oh, join up buttholes. with. Yes. But this yes. guy, I don't I don't know. I don't know about these fucking Vatican guys. There's something about them I don't trust.
4: Well, at least with the UFO stuff, like we have the Tic Tac videos. Sure. We have all of the soft oh, yeah. disclosure that's coming out. But with The Exorcist, like all we have is the Annalisa Mickle picture where it's like, it looks like a wisp of smoke but it's like, ooh, it's the devil. It's the
2: devil. it's and different. Like, that's ooh. how the devil's showing up? He's like showing up in a fucking, like, carriage made out of bones with Bonnie James Dio as the fucking Rudolph the red Nose Reindeer in the front of it. That's how the devil shows up.
0: Welcome to the last podcast on the left, everyone. I am Ben, hanging out with Henry and Marcus. We're on the road, recording live yeah. from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, it's great to be here you can really y'all.
2: sense the history here. It yeah, was like a
0: good night last night. Yeah. I danced a little bit. There was a dance floor. It, it illuminated on the ground. People mm-hmm. were getting down to some faces. Hill. Nice. Oh and some God, other Kissel, kind of country what? music. You fucking
2: lived the son-in-law life last night? Oh, Can you I fucking did a
0: two-step, a three-step, a roll around. <laughs> Wait yeah. a second. Kissel, you were line dancing last night? I mean, I watched people do it. Yeah. yeah oh, it was, that was great. That's sadder than sitting in the back of the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Today's episode, we're going to do a little bit more of a, of a tiptoe around the tulip <laughs> when it comes to the devil. Yeah. We're going to talk
4: about I, I, The tulip sounds more like fucking (laughs) assholes. We're gonna talk about deadly exorcisms. No, it's a good reference. Tiny Tim, uh, was it insidious? Like it's, yeah, oh, very much so. Yeah, because if anybody was possessed.
2: It was that man. Cause he, was he ever committed? Was he ever like accused no, of crimes? No, he married that
4: beautiful woman on television. I remember. Yeah. And then he died on stage, right? Yeah, yeah something Which is like fucking that. sweet. Yeah,
2: That's he was my really goal. cool, man. <laughs> I like yeah. Tiny Tim. He yeah. just seemed kind of like a weirdo.
0: He but was yeah, a weirdo. Yeah, we, but honestly, now, but like I, in the truest sense, he was actually a weirdo. He wasn't like Brian Warner. Yes. Yes. <laughs> made, Tiny Tim was born a weirdo. Yeah.
2: Tiny Tim had personality problems that <laughs> made him believe that yes. it was Tiny Tim.
4: So, in our series on Annalisa Mickle, I made a statement that death by exorcism is rare. Mm. And while I stand by that statement, further research into the subject to show me that actually death by Catholic exorcism is rare. Okay. Or at least if it does happen, it's more successfully covered up.
2: Well, their fucking bullshit is so. Like, they have. It sounds sounds like you're working in a corporate office when you're dealing with the Catholic version of exorcism. It requires a lot of checks and balances, each one more horseshit than the mm-hmm. next because it is still somebody kind of making it up. And when it comes down to it, I'm, the, Vincent Lampert talks about the four signs you're supposed to go through, like the idea of like show of excess of physical strength, not be, being able to know things that they're not supposed to know, knowing a language they're not mm-hmm. supposed to know, and then also like being an aversion to holy objects, all of which is in a way, can be faked by someone who's a good character actor, especially if they roll up on a Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> Absolutely. <they never> know <laughs> it's going to come out of, the, out of my mouth because they don't know the ancient language of Zip Zap Zap.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old improv tongue. As it seems, things mostly get messy when the amateurs get involved. What's most troublesome about this, though, is that many cases of death by exorcism are relatively recent, with most cases going off the rails in the 21st century. So the question here is why? Yeah, because we know the
2: how, which Mm -hmm. is they squeeze you like a toothpaste
4: tube
0: that we're going to (laughs) get to. Nice.
4: Now, although it seems like it's an urban legend, exorcisms did indeed skyrocket in both Europe and America after the wide release of The Exorcist. He, as a representative of the Catholic Church said in the movie, exorcism was once indeed a rare rite, especially mm. in the 20th century.
2: And most people at the time, it was something that most churches didn't really talk about. Mm-hmm. It fell into disfavor, and it became known as an ancient technique. It's yeah, something right. that we don't do anymore, especially with the rise of various sects of Christianity, especially the Catholic Church, trying to remain relevant, right? Yeah. So like they're trying to show and be like, no, we're introducing science, we're doing all of this. But the exorcist, I think in a way... Kind of like how meth adds a certain amount of sexiness to your life, like a drama. like, <laughs> it's like a an little bit salt.
0: It adds a little flavor.
2: Yeah, it's an Epsom salt that you put on your food and it makes you sick, right? You get put in the tank, <laughs> right. <have> something different. <laughs> I think, in a way, The Exorcist almost looked dramatic
0: and yeah. interesting. Absolutely. Of well, and be careful what you consume because, of course, after the film Stripes came out, military inc- recruitment went through the roof. And it wasn't like it's in it's Stripes. Not it's like like not the like the movie. Mm-mm. Because
4: then the movie never ends because it's now your life. Not at all. I mean, this is something that we're definitely seeing nowadays where people see something that is fiction, they consume a lot of entertainment and they start to believe that they are living in a movie or at the very least, they want so badly to live in a nice clean look at, narrative. Look
0: yeah. at Elon. Musk, he's trying
4: to become Tony Stark. He I, wants to be Iron Man. They mm-hmm. are,
2: I don't even think it's trying. I think it's a deliberate attempt to well that would to be trying. echo the
0: fucking. But he's but making that the, it, you just gave the definition of trying. You know what <laughs> I mean? He is a doing an attempt. is trying. I know what I. You know what I mean. <laughs>
4: Well, after the success of The Exorcist in 1973, people began blaming demons for personal problems with all the intensity and fervor of a medieval era villager, all because The Exorcist still to this day feels real, even plausible. Sure. But exorcism was not just a religious fad that faded out by the end of the decade. Like, you remember those dudes in the late 90s that used to wear those fucking like fishing hooks on their caps? Yeah, they oh, look yeah, stupid. Yeah, that's right. Because they, and when I would ask them, they're like, well, because Jesus was a fisher of men. You oh, you're talking that's
0: about right? I, you are bringing, oh, yeah, yeah. put the band aid back on. Put the band aid back on. But also, Fishers oh, of Men just right. sounds
2: like he's luring dudes into a trailer to suck their dicks, even though, like, they didn't know they were gay before going in there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Well, instead of fate oh, now, exorcism has increased exponentially since The Exorcist. Put simply, the more that exorcisms are performed, the more people hear about exorcisms, and the more people hear about them, the more people believe that demons are real. And since mm. more people believe demons are real, more exorcisms get performed,
2: and the cycle okay. goes on and on. It's mm. a vicious cycle. It is, honestly, it is a vicious cycle. But also, yeah. look—we uh, I was having a conversation uh, two days ago about like the idea of social media and like the new like hot take things on true crime mm-hmm. like you know like mm-hmm. trying to reestablish the and his brothers innocence like all that kind of stuff where it's like what people are seeing is massive posts on social media that get a lot of play and get a lot of attention and likes and stuff and so in their minds they think oh this must be validated at some point like oh this must there must be some basis of truth if so many people are watching and liking this when it's just being like no you could just have a great set of boobies male or female <laughs> and puts you to the top of the algorithm them and right. you say it in a certain way you say it in a certain fervor because also you have to cut through all the noise right yeah. so we, it's being as controversial as possible is what allows you to get to the top of the heap of the fucking algorithm and then you yeah. are now perpetuating the same cycle because you believe someone saying something just because they said it on the fucking internet mm. like we used to believe Walter Cronkite
0: yeah. absolutely and of course we added our contribution to the new true crime with Jody Arias's butthole we, did. <laughs> we, brought, that, we brought that to the center stage uh-huh. and people have really
4: seemed to enjoy it and yeah. I think
0: Jody would appreciate it. I think that Jody does appreciate it.
4: <laughs> well, additionally, after The Exorcist was released, books written by men who claimed to have performed actual exorcisms became bestsellers, giving the phenomenon of demon possession a sense of reality. Hift. These stories hit especially hard with people who were already looking for something to blame when America became an unstable, highly violent, serial killer-ridden hellhole during the 70s. It's mm. a good way to explain it. Mm-hmm. Why are all
2: these guys fucking eating all these dudes? Yeah. Oh, it must be the day. No, it's, I mean, it's lead poisoning.
4: It's lead. Yes. It's the lead and the unleaded. Yes, it's yes. A lead the lead and the gas gasoline. Music was good though, dude. The music was the music good. Was a, my favorite music ever is in the yes. 1970s. But also, yeah.
2: you see, now, right? We're in ahead of. We're in a time of of great instability and i think people feel it the same way yeah where it's just like we have one uh we have this like vague super flu going on which seems to be evidence. so it's it seems like the hand of god Mm -hmm. right because it's an invisible force that's fucking with everything and people can't wrap their brains around it which is also like we have a very real phenomenon also going on with the mass shooter epidemic Mm -hmm. that's also going on in our country and it's weird the, the, the i think that people that also equate it as to acts of the devil as well.
4: Well, it's like acts of God, like, you know, a plague is an act of God, you know, mass shooters, violence, that's an act of the devil. So people can look and (laughs) they can... what kills more? uh, The plague. See? Yeah. (laughs) There
2: you
4: go. Now, the most famous exorcist author was an Irish Catholic priest named Malachi Martin, who wrote... An honestly fun, bizarre, and convincing book called *Hostage to the Devil*, yes. which we covered cool. many, many, yeah. many cool, man. years ago. I think hostage
2: it was like *Hostage to the Devil*. <laughs> hmm.
0: Can I just get one more Salisbury Steak Devil? I know it's Tuesday, and I'm not yeah. supposed to get more. Than I'm one. Telling
2: you. You're becoming more of a customer than hostage. No. I oh. love to see the smile on oh,
4: the gist of Hostage to the Devil, as I remember, was that Martin told tales of five exorcisms he either personally performed or participated in, including... I. I think I remember there was an NYU student who had kind of like dabbled in the counterculture, and there was also, I definitely remember, a guy who got attached to a demon uh, while he was astrally projecting.
2: This is the Catholic version of what that father was talking about. This is a Catholic spiritual version of you dress that way, you deserve it. Yeah. Where he said, like, you've opened up a hook. To the devil Yeah That That was was Like
0: Hellraiser
4: Yeah I mean this was his point Again and again Like many of his ilk He used scare tactics To keep people in line With the Catholic church Mm -hmm. Wanted to keep people Going to twice weekly mass In the 1960s and 1970s Taking that money Yeah dude The Catholic The attendance at mass Dropped precipitously So you gotta use something To get people back In the fucking seats Yeah Free chicken nuggets (laughs) Honestly that would help That would have worked
2: Pay rent Yeah
0: People's houses or something Oh did you want the Eucharist With guac Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank that, you. that costs extra.
2: That's a meme. Mm-hmm. That's a shirt I've seen.
4: <laughs> but the point is that Hostage to the Devil was convincing, even as someone like me who doesn't believe in an eternal battle between God and the devil. So I can only imagine what type of impact it had on people who truly believed in the presence of demons on earth.
2: Fortunately, it gives them gasoline. Gives yeah. them ready to go. Yeah. Because, you know, again, you get to go to arms. That's great for it's Deborah. Fun. It's good cosplay. You, <laughs> you know, know, like Deborah who will give you a one star if you forgot to put napkins in the bag with the delivery. You know what I mean? Deborah can't wait to physically fight the devil <laughs> hand to hand.
4: Yeah, they do tend to be petty, don't they? hmm The biggest problem with this though is that after a while, exorcism began to leak outside of the Catholic Church. Uh-oh. Eventually, the Protestant sects of Christianity, specifically the more fundamentalist ones, began blaming demons and the devil for behavior that they either didn't understand or just plain didn't like. Mm. And since Protestantism allows for an anything-goes DIY approach to the Christian God, a lot of people joined in on the exorcism game with no real idea of what they were doing. And as a result, a lot of people die. I told you I don't need an exorcist, man. These are just Jinko jeans. <laughs>
0: They're just Jinkos.
4: I
3: promise you.
4: Taper jeans. Taper oh, jeans man. to the Lord. Oh, Amen. It seems as if, as if this child has been possessed by a demon called the Great
2: Malenko. Oh, no. <laughs> I, now that we know his name, they say it again and again and again. Why are you giving us such power over you, demon?
4: So today, we're going to cover a few of these cases of deadly exorcism starting with the murder of a 49 year old australian woman named joan volmer who was killed in a small town called antwerp population 63 located hundreds of miles northwest of melbourne one thing that a lot of these stories have in common
2: is uh, far, very far away from large city centers. Right? Always. They're
4: isolated. Rural uh, places. Except for one. There's only one that's <laughs> in a major city. Rural. <laughs>
2: Agrarian.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: in but Indiana. Joan Vollmer is also the same exact name as the woman that William S. Burroughs killed. Yeah. His, fa- his wife, his quote unquote common law wife, which is weird. Yeah, his weird. wife.
4: Yeah, it was, uh, you've never heard this story? William S. No. Burroughs, he, he had gone down to Mexico with his wife. Well, he they ran, were, out, he was running from heroin charges. Yeah. And also, Maybe... Molestation charges? I'm not he sure. He was a poet. He liked. <laughs> I don't think I really a lot of things <laughs> He was a poet. Yeah, exactly. he liked boys. He did. Uh, but they were getting fucking trashed in a bar, and William S. Burroughs was always armed. And he told his wife, like, "Put a fucking glass on your head, I'll shoot it off." Yeah, and we like, do the, William hell. We'll do yeah. Yeah. the William Tell. the uh, William Tell. And he just blew her fucking brains out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Joan apparently was also suicidal, and knew William <laughs> William Burroughs couldn't shoot for shit. Yeah. Apparently, that's like one thing to be like, Holy, "This is the
0: way I'll get it done."
2: Yeah. Well, just
4: use a Nerf gun next time. Yep. <laughs> or just like throw something. I just thought it was an odd coincidence. Yeah, it was... it was a very strange coincidence. Interesting, okay. But Joan's life met a brutal end after a four-day exorcism in 1993. According to Joan Vollmer's pig farmer husband, Ralph, Ooh. Joan had been acting strangely in the months leading up to the exorcism. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep! Oh, I can eat my own pussy! <laughs> Look at me, eat
0: my own pussy! Well, I thought you said she was acting strangely. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be fun, though.
4: Well, the behavior began with Joan lurching and dancing around outside, flailing her arms and swearing loudly to nobody in particular. You
2: mean telltale signs of Tourette Syndrome, possibly some form of epilepsy. I, I you were
4: going to say telltale signs of a pig farmer's wife.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's hard to be under that much
0: man.
4: <laughs> it is. To me, this sounds like a brain tumor. She was yeah, 49 oh. years old. She started showing, like, you hear B- about
2: behavioral changes. Yeah,
4: behavioral changes, like, just very bizarre behavior. Okay. I mean, in Ralph's words, she began acting quote like a prostitute
2: but honestly you know Kissel what would why, if why is he sex complaining about that? Act, <laughs> sex workers acting like that, you're gonna have a hard time booking her, right? Like if she is yeah, just but it's like his wife. Yeah, I mean, you know, but I think she just wanted to have sex with him. <laughs> I think that she also was
4: she could have been looking for attention. I have no idea. But, I, I, it seriously sounds like a brain tumor. Yes, like because well, you there's like that, that hypersexualization her- sometimes happens. Yeah. Like the she com- might
2: be rubbing her mound on stuff.
4: It might be, yeah. And after that, Ralph actually claimed that his wife took on both the physical forms of a pig. And a dog right.
0: This man is just <laughs> he He's sounds, fantasizing Sounds like the seven year Itch. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I remember that scene when Marilyn Monroe Turns into a pig dog <laughs> And he also said that she took on The personality of a sheep shearer Yes. Although I don't I, know what the personality of I a sheep I don't think shee- the man has a lot of different Things to compare
0: things to
2: Yeah. No, he's a pig farmer in very rural Australia okay. so maybe a, a pig
4: farmer looks down on a sheep shearer Like they're, they're rough around the edges maybe so instead of looking for signs of what sounds like either a stroke or a brain tumor i mean remember she's 49 ralph took it upon himself to exercise his wife of the demons that he became convinced were plaguing her day and night
2: and then this is the thing where he's like i'm saving her which you begin to then you don't understand that if you said the words out loud to a normal human being you'd sound like you sound like Bill Paxson's character from Frailty. Ah. Mm. Where it's like you sound like a serial
4: killer. Yeah. Right. It's a good movie. Now, at first, Ralph just locked his wife in the basement. See what that did. See, maybe that'll change See stuff. See what that did. Yeah, yeah. you know it is. Okay, okay, maybe, maybe cool she'll love out. it. Okay. Yep. It's like I'm saying, this is all like, this is DIY, okay. make it up as you go along, exorcism. Great. But eventually, Ralph moved her to the bedroom and tied her to the bed frame. When none of this had any effect... Ralph called his neighbor, a woman named Leanne Reichenbach. Yep. Together, they decided to call a local 78 year old spiritual leader of the fundamentalist stripe oh. named Leah Clogston.
2: Yeah, hey, you're right. Oh. Oh. Clogston's coming for the devil. I believe
4: that. <laughs> But since Clugston was so goddamn old, we also saw this in the Annalisa Mickle series. She decided to participate in this right via telephone. Yeah, man, oh. always,
2: always fucking zoom it in. If you can, wow. Especially with the devil, you don't want to be in the same room as there. If you're
0: well, incredibly old. It seems like a kind of a lazy approach to an exorcism, just kind of phoning in there like you're calling C-SPAN to yeah. say, Baba Booey, Baba Booey or
2: <laughs> it something. Is. Yeah, yeah, It's like also, also weirdly the, the equivalent of like having a passenger land the plane.
4: Yeah. Right. She literally phoned it in. With Cluxton on the line, Leanne and Ralph surmise that Joan was beset by no less than 10 demons. Oh, how oh, would yeah. they get
0: to that number?
4: Yeah, you know, they, they asked. You know,
2: they, yeah. they counted. She and farted anyway. nine it times. Was probably nine like, like seven, and they're like, which is eight, ten for just this.
4: Just round it up, yeah. Well, after identifying the enemy, they untied Joan from the bed and seated her in a chair on the opposite side of the room for a prayer session. But when Joan struggled against the intensity of their prayer, Leanne and Ralph figured the demons might again be gaining the upper hand, so they tied her to a chair with her own stockings. For four days, Joan was given neither food nor water, and anytime she tried to sleep or even close her eyes, Ralph and Leanne would pry them open so God could better confront the demons. This is my, this is my thing. Well, so that's if, not if, right. If God could already confront the demons right here,
2: Why doesn't he just do it? You're asking logic. So you're why you're doing that like thirteen
4: year old thing, yes. like the thirteen year old <laughs> saying well, if God is like so they, correct, Well, I mean, it is sometimes a good question. Correct. I they are sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So I mean it's there's no logic with any of yeah, this. Of because they're all like just doing this DIY shit. They're just figuring like yeah. logically if she closes her eyes, because they're trying to find some way in. So because they, got they some, believe that's a so clock hard. orange approach to it. Yeah. I think yeah. at this point she's
2: pretty pissed that she's being tied to a chair with her socks, which is why she is freaking Wool
4: sucks, too. That's yeah. probably pretty itchy. Yeah. When none of this had any effect, they called a fourth neighbor. A doctor, no? Nope. 28-year-old nope. no. man named Dave. Dave's <laughs> coming. Dave.
0: Dave can actually <laughs> no, We actually need yeah. in a 28-year-old man here. Yeah. Dave might be able to help. Yeah, Dave Klinger. Dave Klinger, great.
4: Yeah. Normal At, dude? Yep. Yeah. After very little convincing, Klinger joined in and tied Joan up tighter with even more stock. Yeah, Fantastic. Fantastic.
2: Dave, you you are 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 I'm getting I'm going to fucking tie her up tighter than whatever you can do. And oh, you know what I'll do? I'm going to tie her feet to her fucking head. The thing is, is that we keep a bar hole and a vagina open so that the devil can crawl his way out.
4: <laughs> he slapped her face, slapped her around in order to, quote
2: unquote, summon the demons. Uh, well, that's what the Catholic priest was saying, is that you have to make, the the point of the beginning of the exorcism, right, is to provoke the demon's behavior, Yeah. right? So you're supposed to go like, out, foul demon, and like, th- and then spritz, spritz water in its face, yeah. like, it's, like it's a cat, like you're, and Ooh. then you're supposed to make the demon go come out, and that's when you can get it.
4: Yeah, but they didn't have it, there wasn't even a church in that town, okay. so all of these people are just making it up, as they, we don't have holy water, let's just fucking slap her. But yeah. on the other hand, I don't know what they were supposed to, I don't know what they expected if the demons actually showed up because they're just making it up as they go along. With Klinger as the ringleader this group of God's warriors tortured Joan for three straight days. Oh my god. Until they were convinced that they'd exorcised Joan of all the demons except two (gasps) that Ralph described as quote strong male evil spirits. Yeah but then
2: I guess it was just her just arguing back and forth in the various voices of the whack pack.
4: (laughs) I guess so. But since those two demons proved to be a little sticky, they brought in the big gun. Uh-oh. 23-year-old guy. Okay. Yep, this N-
0: guy. Named Matt Newski. Matt Newski can do it. He wore his offensive lineman gear. You can <laughs> see him walking in with a football Maybe, helmet. Right yeah. to go.
4: Yeah. I can put it to the top. Now, Newsky came highly recommended by his mother.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, she said he's, yeah. good, at yeah.
4: Yeah, he's she, good at it. He's good at it. She told Ralph that Matthew had the God-given ability to exercise demons, even though he'd never actually done it or even tried it. Yep. Great. Yeah. He just knew... Yeah. She
2: just knew. Mm-hmm. This is to give everybody a trophy generation we're talking I, about. Well, I guess so.
4: Yeah. So, working on instinct, Nooski tried flanking the demons. Whoa. Everyone else, they're going straight forward. He's doing the flank. Wow, he we went the flank route. Yeah. yeah. You know how he did it? He told the ever growing God Squad to destroy All of Joan's possessions. That's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) This is so fun for her. Yeah. Yeah. They they fucking, they destroy, she had a greenhouse. They destroyed it with a hammer. Right in front of her. She's tied to a chair.
0: They destroy all of her favorite shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess who is the one possessed again? Well, because
4: they thought. This woman. They thought that all of her stuff was also infected with demon energies. The demon got into the greenhouse,
2: yeah, (laughs) and he's in the glass, and he's in all the plants. They can destroy all that.
0: Still be in the broken glass. They got to
2: burn all her clothes. They got to burn her PS4. (laughs) It is all over. You got to leave the mattress outside with a bag on it.
4: (laughs) Nuski then wrapped the house, the whole house. With seven layers of cling wrap. They just brought in a dumber <laughs> dude. It's like
2: each person in the story just got dumber and dumber and dumber. Yeah. And then this guy's like, we gotta fucking saran
0: seal this
4: whole oh, thing. Yeah. Let's make
0: it, let's make it like a sandwich.
4: Yeah. He believes that this would prevent demons from entering the house. But further demons from entering the that's house. That's a really smart thing. Because yeah. Yep. yeah, they couldn't get through the cling the, the cling wrap. Yeah, yeah,
2: they certainly don't have a pair of
4: scissors. Yeah. Now I'm gonna do it. If it keeps the demons out, isn't it going to also keep the demons in? Yep. Yeah. Or what about the roof? I am certain. What about Santa Claus? Is he, they might not have Christmas
2: this year. I I am certain to think that not a lot of planning went into this. Yeah. I mean, enough. Seems like a
0: lot. Some did. Well,
2: there's a lot of. In Uh, the moment. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just don't know where they got all that cling wrap. Yeah. With the groundwork laid... <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, Seriously? with the whole house, seven
4: <laughs> layers. Yeah, rural lot.
2: in the middle of nowhere, or the, yeah. f- like the forests of Australia. I guess you got to send a runner. I, I, don't know.
4: Know. I don't know. I think this is the outback. Wow. Yes, yes indeed. Well, with the groundwork laid, Nooski tried what everyone else had tried, which was just beating this poor woman. <laughs> oh, he man. punched her in the head, slammed her into walls, but finally he was struck with a revelation. The path to salvation, Newski believed, would be to sit on Joan Vollmer to physically squeeze the demons out. Oh, my God. It is just the dumbest calamity of all time in this
2: poor woman. We will cover another story again as we go through this. And there is a weird biblical precedent that
4: I'll bring up then.
2: But it doesn't make any fucking sense
4: at all. And to their delight, sitting on Joan seemed to have some effect.
0: Yeah, they did. She didn't like it.
4: Yeah, she, yeah, she the hated old
0: Yokozuna, it. Yoko
4: Yeah, of course. So, figuring that this was the key to the whole thing, they moved Joan to the bedroom and all sat on her at the same time.
2: I mean, I've seen some of these on many vids. And <laughs> the way yeah. they ride, yeah, this, like, this
4: isn't like it's is fucking cake farts. No, yeah, it's <laughs> not cake farts. There's no one's birthday here. <laughs> yeah. Well, starting at her stomach, they each used their butts to move their weight up her body in an attempt to force the demons out of Joan's mouth. Kissel has
0: paid for this. (laughs) Yeah, this is the single dumbest thing I have ever heard ever uh, again. Yes.
2: toothpaste. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Using their
2: butts. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's just just so Australian, by the way.
4: (laughs) The only thing that's accomplished, however was the death of Joan Vollmer. Yeah, man, you can't butt-scoot your way to God. <laughs> no. You know that's what I mean? Like, that's so, no. It's
2: what like Wendy
4: does yeah. on the carpet,
2: yeah. but then it kills a woman. Yeah. Yeah, she
4: does. had a heart attack as her thyroid cartilage was crushed by yeah. four backwoods Australians, and she died hissing and frothing as her last breath came out as a pained groan. But even though they were obviously responsible for her death, they thought that maybe, just maybe, they had enough faith in the Lord stored up where they could resurrect Joan Vollmer. It oh, gets is gonna dumber. It
2: gets dumber. Okay. And, but honestly, the vibe seemed to have been, she died. And then they, there was like a moment of silence where like she'd given up. And then the moron, head moron Nuski, was like, guys, you think that this was a... <laughs> This is part of the plan. Yeah. Like, yes, no, good. Now we got her where we want her. And they're all like, she's dead. And he's just like, exactly.
0: Exactly. Perfect.
4: So they prayed over Joan's crushed corpse for two days. As it lay, how'd it go? It just rotted yeah, man. and rotted it just oh. rotted. Eventually, they called up Leah Clugston, the 78 year old spiritual leader. Sure. Finally got up off her ass. And traveled to Ralph's home to see how she could help. This is long out of the cars. The cow- right. cows are already out of the bar. Yeah, dude. Clugston also tried praying Joan back to life, but when Joan stayed dead, huh. did she call a doctor? I don't know. Did she call the police? No idea. Called the local Baptist minister. Another but, guy. Uh, and the guy. Another guy in the next town. We're always outsourced. Yeah. <laughs> the minister, who presumably wasn't told that Joan was already dead, he arrived to find all five of them Calmly eating lunch near Joan's rapidly decaying <laughs> fly covered is- corpse on a day where the mercury reached 104 degrees.
2: <laughs> yeah, literally. It was just I like ding-dong, and good. then he comes in and we're like, oh, you want some lunch? You know, we're some doing Vegemite. this. like literally, there was a ro- actively rotting, rotting corpse. Which must yeah. smell at this there, point. Because also being like, don't they think, even if we did happen to bring Joan back to life, she's going to be. A mess. Yeah. She's gonna be a zombie. Like if she comes back half rotted and stuff and then she's gonna be like stink I so much it feels so much better you now.
0: It's nice to have you here, little Nikki. Well,
4: thinking clearly that's, that's right. that was Thinking clearly and logically, that movie would have been so much better if he hadn't used that voice. I like the, the movie. The voice ruined the movie. It was I great, but the voice was terrible. I
2: do too. And honestly, Hubie Halloween, he also
4: did a silly voice, which also worked for me. Uh, I like it. Yeah. Well, it was a silly voice. A silly voice is fine. It was just the wrong voice. Yeah, yeah. I Well, thinking clearly and logically, the minister called a doctor who then called the cops. Yes, finally oh, the cops said, like, you have go. a
2: fucking dead woman, where? And they're like, no, don't worry. You just need to come and help us bring her back to life. And he's like, me, just give me a second, okay? I'm
4: going to put you on hold. Seriously, when the press started circulating this bizarre story, Ralph Vollmer gleefully invited the media to Joan's funeral to witness her resurrection. Yeah. Oh, no. This euphoric declaration was repeated to the police, who were told that Joan would vouch for their actions when she returned to the land of the living. <laughs> she might,
2: if she did I come back, she yeah. might be like, and I just want to give a big shout out to <laughs> <laughs> like uh, He believed it. The whole time I mean, he was punching like, me, I was thinking, I love this. So yeah. like being
0: down 50 grand in blackjack and making 50 grand back, it's like you're just at the net negative. You're still at zero. Still yeah. at zero.
4: When Joan again stayed dead, everyone involved except Leah Clugston were charged with manslaughter. Oh. You know what saved her life? Telecommunication. Honestly, yeah. she was smart. She, mm-hmm. Her
0: laziness saved her.
4: Yeah. But in an infuriatingly light sentence, The judge reasoned that since all these people truly believed that they were doing the right thing, he only gave the outside participants four months while Ralph Vollmer got no jail time at all. He lost
2: his wife. He did, but I would also say this is He killed his wife. He killed his own wife. Lost, killed... That's like
4: saying the Menendez brothers lost their parents. (laughs) Oh,
2: where (laughs) are they? Where (laughs) did they
0: go? Um,
4: It is
2: interesting, though, because I think we've (laughs) talked... This has been coming up a lot. We've been talking about unside stories a little bit. We've even talked about a little bit on last podcast even more so about the idea of sympathy for the moronic, right? People that are genuinely very stupid. The problem with this man is that There, there is that vibe where, like, up to he was so like, boggly eyed, dumb about this whole thing, and he truly did believe that all of this would work out, even though they they tortured his wife for a week together as a group. Like he was locked locked in, much like Annalisa Mickle's family, Mm -hmm. where like this idea of like, no, now I'm dug in. Now this is the only way that we're gonna work our way out of this situation. And he also just was just irrevocably stupid. Yeah. Like, and he couldn't, and so I think the judges were way, way more apt to look at you, being like they're doing the the fucking former president's defense of like you know the ignorance means he couldn't b- fucking he didn't it's too bring dumb along. to do
0: something
4: wrong, yeah. Well, that's the insane thing. They only do that though when. There's God involved. They only do that when it's like, oh no, he—they exorcised her to death. Oh no, but it's like if someone makes a dumb decision of like, you know, fucking robbing yeah, drunk, a drunk driving, yeah, robbing a convenience store or something sure. like that. Then hell no, that's oh, maybe because then available. it
2: would it would also look like they were using the court to say something about the wrongness of the religious ritual. Yeah, and, and, you and the need court would have to that. acknowledge that exorcism isn't real and yeah. that what they're doing wasn't real. That they just killed this woman out of sheer ignorance, which was. I think difficult. Which I also don't why I believe in alien abduction, but I don't believe in exorcism. Maybe it's just because one's done by Stanton Friedman, who I trust yeah, with sure. my life. One's talked about my like, Well, you know? Don't forget yeah.
0: though, she, you know, in his mind, she
4: was a dog pig. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
2: Which is also a shame.
0: Isn't that
4: sad? Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. He remarried, Go. moved to Queensland, That's lived right. the rest of his days convinced that he'd done the right thing. And All I'm, gonna,
2: right. do mm-hmm. oh, I I'm hope, gonna do it I again. I'm gonna do it again.
4: I hope not. This podcast is brought to you by
2: Squarespace.
1: What's poppin', listeners? I'm Lacey Mosley, host of the podcast Scam Goddess. Each week, I talk with very special guests about the scamiest scammers of all time. Want to know about fake heiresses? We've got them. What about career conmen? We got them too. Guys that will wine and dine you and then steal all your coins. Oh yes, they're also represented. And I'm very excited to share that Scam Goddess has joined the Team Coco Network. So check out the show. I've got guests like Nicole Bayer, Jamila Jamil, Ira Madison III. And I've even got a brand new episode where Conan O'Brien and I dig into the wolf of Wall Street. So join the congregation. Listen to Scam Goddess wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Now, the deadly exorcism scene stayed quiet for about 10 years, but when the millennium turned, the leftover apocalyptic feelings from Y2K needed an outlet. I remember that. And, oh, yeah. And it seems that those feelings were released through an increase in demonic activity. Ooh. In 2002, a 19 year old boy living in London, Ontario. Okay. Named Walter Zapeda, died during an exorcism led by his father and a member of his church. Walter was strapped to a chair, denied food and water and prayed over. But when nothing changed by the third day, the crew brought in their reverend. He joined in and after 6 days Walter died of dehydration. Every single time oh, these guys bring, bring in give some water.
2: But honestly, every single time these guys bring in their closer, mm-hmm. these people die. Yeah, like I don't right. really understand why these guys come in. It's like what what's it like it's like within the pitching. Like,
0: like a baseball
2: pitcher, yes. yeah. yeah like but you're you,
0: supposed to win. You're supposed to win. But then they just seem to lose all the time.
4: Well, I mean, if you look at the numbers, uh, there is actually, ex- I mean, they say thousands of exorcisms are done every single year oh, now. Oh, yes,
2: no. According to that stupid father I was watching the whole time, he was just like, And how many times does God win? 99%. (laughs) These these demons just give in. And it's this weird thing of like, are the demons that strong then? When they just like literally, like he was like talking about how like he made a demon say the Hail Mary like prayer where it's like he asked it to say the Hail Mary prayer and then it went, (laughs) he'll <laughs> <best. laughs> like he'd you know, like got you, know, like, you demon and yeah. got you demon I just think that person understood like I'm not gonna fuck this ain't gonna end until I say yes and
4: yeah right well it seems like they treat demon they, it seems like they treat demons as like particularly um, like dangerous vermin yes like sure. if you don't like if you like let, a nutria yeah if you let well nutrias aren't dangerous they're just big and creepy I was told they're dangerous by what? David Tells Insomniac
0: oh.
2: <laughs> well like if you Maybe a bunch they are. Of snakes I mean, living in your bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> you know
4: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if you had like eight thousand nutrias, like fucking They'll you know, running through up. Lafayette, Louisiana, then yeah, you're going to have a problem. Yeah, Absolutely. a million
2: rats will consume the human body in a very short oh my, period of time. Just mm-hmm. ten rats. I mean, it's yeah. scary.
4: But you know the parents in this in the uh, case of Walter Zapeta, neither them nor the church showed any signs of remorse when Walter died mm. because they believed that Walter's death returned him to Jesus. This is the
2: problem. That's a problem. Yeah. the problem yeah. is it's just this still idea of like we're kicking the can to the heaven side of things mm. and don't understand like no, you just killed a
0: boy. Like you yeah. just killed a just little gotta boy. Give him some water.
2: Yeah, like heaven's not real. Yeah, like he's not going well, anywhere.
4: Burpo said it is real. Oh, oh wow. wow. Burpo also canted and said the whole thing was bullshit Well, burpo lied once or <laughs> twice i don't know but this didn't stop the court from sentencing both men to a better but still paltry four years in prison okay tragically though exorcism is not just something performed on adults in 2003 in milwaukee actually really an eight-year-old autistic boy named oh. Terrence Cotrell died during church when members of his congregation attempted to all heal him at the same time
2: i was reading an interesting oh, article no. on this story so what happened was is that he was an autistic he was young, he was very young he was very young yeah. he was beginning to exhibit the what the sort of behavioral symptoms of autism where he was kind of out of control and his parents didn't really know what to
0: do with him this is 2003 so, they should have a little bit more yes. information than
2: <laughs> and they a woman saw them together at a grocery store like and a woman's just like you need to come to my church where we will Uh-oh. show you where we will we can fix him uh. we can fix him not like the women searching for you Kissel sure. like they really <laughs> were like we can go and like you we will heal his autism yeah and so they brought him into this it's a church in a strip mall uh
0: this place it's a church in a strip mall it's a church yeah. in a strip mall called oh the Faith Temple goodness. Church
2: of the Apostolic Faith
0: so you can go to Gadzooks get your praise <laughs> in go to much. a little bit um just
2: and go to they Sears. they had this idea like like he They use this concept of when an evil spirit comes out of a man, this is a biblical quote, when an evil spirit comes out of a man, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. And so their idea is that you physically make it impossible for the demon to exist inside this body, so it has to come
4: out and then this it is dies great. in the air well this is a, the whole concept of laying hands sure like yes. this is a big big this is a big deal in well, a four square church that. back home fun stuff yeah <laughs> yeah it's a dig i can see a glimmer of memory in your eye yeah. well i
0: remember the first time i ever got pushed over because that's you just kind of push you yeah, over push you yeah. <laughs> and then i i was like maybe 11 years old and i opened my eyes and then i just
4: looked right up a woman's skirt
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're like just like that was the first memory <laughs> pushed <Yeah>. deep <laughs>
4: inside yeah While answering a call from the pastor, the congregants in this church formed a circle around the boy and lightly placed their hands upon them. Or so they claimed. They said they lightly placed their hands upon him. And concerning the pressure, though... The forensics told a different story. Oh, my. By the end of the prayer session, a churchgoer noticed that the boy wasn't breathing. Oh, my God. By the time the EMT showed up, the boy was dead of mechanical asphyxiation from massive chest compression. Everyone knows, as an eight-year-old, if you're going to die like that, it needs to be at a
0: Michael Jackson concert. (laughs) You at least have to, it at least has to be, like, to the soundtrack of, like, Beat It, and Thriller. Something fun. What a horrible tragedy for this young man. Yeah.
2: Reverend had laid his whole body on top oh of him towards God. the end. So he was Human fully blanket. pancaking him. Mm-hmm. But it's weird because also they, I have, I saw that there is oh, that idea, I guess, that in uh, certain uh, types of things it, it, with people, autistics have, autistic people may be having freak outs. There's like that one idea that you pin them to the ground, yeah. which is like also sounds like a terrible idea to just yeah. randomly do. Or
4: like roll them up in the blanket or something it, like so well, that. I don't mat. know yeah. if we should always a...
2: be handling these people like yeah. they're disruptive members of a flight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the but he completely crushed his body. Oh and it's ideal gosh. of pushing the demons out, which makes it makes it's no sense. Just like sense. the Australian
4: story. Yeah. Makes no sense at all. And it's not the last one we'll uh, discuss. Okay. No. But to be fair, it isn't just Christians who kill during exorcisms. It also happens with fair regularity in the Islamic faith, oh. although they don't call the villains in their stories demons. I'm sure many of our listeners know they call them djinns. Oh, you know, yes, and I've heard that. Actually, where we get the word genie.
2: Yes. Oh, no kidding. But mm-hmm. now we know, like, you know, and it's that I think djinns are a lot of time portrayed as evil genies. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that genies as a whole, are actually a mischievous, mystical race as well, yeah.
0: right? Because their idea is like, you are know, speaking as if they're real. <laughs> no, you never
2: know. How do you think yeah. I got
0: here?
2: Uh, I, the idea, like,
0: they, I remember that when Marcus and I, we found that hidden little, that chalice that we rubbed. And you fooled me. You. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: uh,
4: uh, You're turning blue, Henry. Uh, oh, uh, my God. I'm joking. <laughs> So in 2014, a 17 year old in Palestine named Isra Zorub died after a so called therapist at an Islamic medical clinic thought that the shortcut to solving Isra's mental problems would be what else but an exorcism. Get this man? Oh, no. An exorcism. No, an exorcism. <laughs> Now, it's not like the parents brought Isra to the clinic looking for medical help, and the staff just took it upon themselves to take things in a demonic direction. Rather, the mother had brought Isra to the clinic specifically because Isra had been hearing strange noises, and more importantly, words of religious renunciation.
2: I mean, this the, what seems also to be a major uh, through line of all of these
4: stories is they are all true believers, mm-hmm. and they are looking for it. Yeah. Now, the therapist in question was a sheik named Abu Harith. He conducted the exorcism chiefly by force-feeding Isra salt water. Oh, which...
0: damn it. It could have gone so good if it was ravioli. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
4: obviously. But then you become even worse.
2: Oh, Mario salt. Batali. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's no. what happened to him. <laughs> That's an exorcism.
0: Exorcism nice by down. pasta.
2: And then yeah. all of a sudden, now, next so, thing you know, he's tweaking everybody's gnocchis. <laughs> <to> the, <laughs>
4: the salt water. You guys really need to find a new reference. I think, fucking... oh, I think about it more. It's just my miss- God it's I every wish, day every week it's like how are they gonna fucking force Mario Battalion in this one it's not every week, no. every week but also it's I miss it's it's either, I miss him
2: it's either in the I show wish, or
4: on the stage it's one of the two I oh, wish he right. wasn't a criminal well there we
0: go so back to the saltwater, Marcus
4: yeah of course saltwater's deadly of course and he did all this while he read verses from a book that did not sound like they came from the Quran I mean most likely this was like the islamic exorcism grimoire a lot like mm. the catholic rites of major exorcism after forcing isra to drink a liter of salt water the sheikh oh. said that the spirit would be flushed out by the salt mixture Nope. nothing of course was flushed out except isra's pulse oh and she no sho- and she soon died of asphyxiation for our next story These are great stories.
0: (laughs) This is a listicle that I love. Honestly, it's not
2: like these are sad stories more often than not. But it's like as you go through, like you, it's more about you. It's interesting how they cross over from culture to culture. Yeah, and it it does happen all over the world. Like exorcisms are a part of the human condition, and I do believe that up to a point. Or like what we said, how 99% don't result in death, Mm -hmm. right? And I guess on some level, they do work. Like you do can, you can, I guess, fix problems of a spiritual nature by offering a spiritual solution. I don't really think so. But you know what I mean? Like for certain people, it's self-hypnotism. Maybe, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean, really, I mean, it comes mostly from, you know, religions that had their start in the Middle East. You know, like the, you know, in the Jewish faith, you have the Divot. The Abrahamic religions. Yeah, the Abrahamic religions. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, Abrahamic. Yeah. Yes. Oh, there's, no,
2: there's Shinto. There There's Shinto exorcisms. And there are, uh, like, there, I believe that pretty much there's a type of exorcism for every single belief system, except for, like, I don't know if Confucianism the, the Peloton. has. I think Peloton yeah.
0: doesn't yet have exorcisms.
2: Does Buddhism of
4: it. have exorcisms? I don't think Buddhism has exorcisms.
0: I'm, we'll well let let me get actually, some emails. Side stories, well, yeah
4: let you know, it, yeah show. let us know please I'd love to know now for our next story let's head down to Belize, Ooh, <laughs> Belize.
0: beautiful country isn't that where uh, McAfee that was where he was hiding now, yep. where he murdered a couple of people mm-hmm. fantastic documentary on Forgiving him by the way country. <laughs> <laughs> it was to him R.I.P. Right, John McAfee well, tra- <laughs> oh, I mean he's dead
4: he's a horrible he,
0: person he
4: did have an unquiet mind as he, yeah, he did. Yeah, yes yeah. he did he's in charge of all of our security not anymore no
2: he's That company,
4: yeah. Yeah, Thank god. Well, in Belize, a 22 year old named Jacqueline Sanchez was killed in 2015 after she played with that ever present artifact of possession. The Ouija board. Ooh, yo, Ooh. don't even get me
0: going on that Ouija board. The one we had in high school. That you know, Milton Bradley has blood on their hands. <laughs> I want to do I seance in my thing, house. man. It's my, pretty trippy.
2: My goal is do. I want to do seance real bad. I want to do a big official. You better one. be fucking careful, bro. But mm. we will get to. it. I will do you, it. The, we properly. have to sign
0: a contract before you do that. Yes.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have to see. Yeah. Get. Got an insurance, insurance policy what? Yeah. you don't yeah. want to
2: share a third of the company with Pazuzu? <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
4: Well, Jacqueline's family claimed that she'd been a perfectly normal person prior to her dalliance with this most evil game. Ooh. But afterward, she suffered from a myriad of mysterious illnesses marked by convulsions and hysteria. These convulsions lasted for months. And finally, presumably after doctors could do nothing with their limited resources, she was taken to the Pentecostal Church of San Ignacio de Velasco okay. so the evil spirits could be cast out. She died during the exorcism ritual due to cardiac arrest, which, as we see, is a common way for people to die during these rites.
2: I think mm-hmm. mostly it's they are exhausted. There comes from physical exhaustion mm-hmm. of doing it for days on end, not allowing them to sleep. And then I think a lot of times by the time they've gotten to this point... Whatever it appears to be, the phenomena, like it is almost like a wasting disease, almost like a chronic pain disorder type thing where yeah. they're very weak by the time they arrive. And so I feel like a lot of times these people just give out.
4: Mm hmm. Or she might have been crushed. You I couldn't find crushed. a lot. I couldn't find a lot of details on this story, but no. yeah, I just know she died of a heart attack, and she was she died of a heart attack, and she was 22 years old. Wow. Uh, so shit did not go well. John You'll, Daly is still alive. Yes, yeah. John Daly is still alive. <laughs> seriously, John Madden's still alive. Well, is
0: Madden still around? Yeah, yeah, I think that he is because they're.
4: They we just would know special- if
0: he
2: died. I know the, the, the cheeseburger flags across this great country oh. of ours would be at half mast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, John madden uh 85 year young oh, only 85 mm-hmm. the, yeah okay yeah. he's got only, only a couple 85. more years Five. left yeah I mean, olivia I mean, okay. de Havilland just died like last year oh well, holy shit <laughs> i don't know who
0: that is but that's
4: all right old ass actress great yeah yeah
2: bob dole is technically still alive somewhere <laughs> i can't
0: believe that they saved his brain could have exercised him.
4: <laughs> but with jekyll and sanchez unlike most of the stories in this episode no one was charged in her death. And in fact, the investigating body said that she died of natural causes in the throes of a trance. This perhaps shows more than anything Mm. just how ingrained the idea of demon possession can become even now, in a modern society, this was 2015, six years ago. Wow. Maybe I it's mean, honestly, d- OJ
0: just made a mistake using a knife. He should have just sat on everybody, and then he could have gotten away with it without having to lie in court. Mm-hmm. See, folks, see, Twitter world. I was, I was possessed. <laughs> uh, you know,
4: I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
2: Uh, but it would be interesting to see if legislators, almost in a way, especially in certain countries like that, where they, you know, like they are very religious, they have a big religious base. Mm-hmm. I think one of it's like you're afraid to delegitimize the practices. Of the church, Mm -hmm. and they also Mm. wonder if they themselves—I mean, talking about just on a personal singular level—where they say to themselves, "Well, if I say that this exorcism and shit is not real, I won't get to do that hail mary pass if it
0: happens to me." Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah, and it might happen
4: to me. Like God might send a demon to kill me, or most likely my family. That's the way it always seems to go. The
0: demon Sirhan Sirhan, um, he killed. Remember that? Yeah, Yeah. he's out. Yeah. Or
2: so, was it the woman in the polka dot dress? Honestly, Sir Hen Sir Hand, looking for your contact information. Email <laughs> Side Stories LPU <lpto laughs> at gmail.com. We're willing to hear your
0: side of the story. They also need they need that church money. And mm-hmm. this is good for the church. Yeah. But it adds a lot of
4: revenue. Yeah. And speaking of societies with an ingrained fear of the devil, Texas wow. is, as usual, the home of the darkest and most nefarious of today's stories. Okay. Again, in 2015. A small cult following the orders of a charismatic female leader starved a two-year-old boy to death. Oh, I remember this story. Yes, the pastor in Ugh. question, Araceli Mesa of La Iglesia Internacional de Very Perfect. good. That's, no, that's the best. I, I can do it better than that. that. La Iglesia iner, <laughs> la Ooh, Iglesia iner nacional, Jesus in Very nice. Wow. Oh, wow. Terrible. My wife is going to beat me yep, later. That's yep. great. <laughs> he's doing that on purpose.
2: He <laughs> wants to get the beat. Uh, I, know. I know what he's gonna do.
4: Well, this woman claimed that she had the ability to both speak with God and perform healing rituals on her commune near Mesquite, Texas, just outside of Dallas. Using tried and true methods of manipulation and control, Pastor Meza separated children from their parents as early as the first year of their lives. Oh my God! Which is exactly what had happened with the victim in this story, Benjamin Aparicio. This is—it's
2: it's, again. Remember, as soon as they're separating kids from parents, and any family separation means that you're in a cold. Oh, it's like, very you, bad. There's not, no matter what they say.
4: Yeah. And when anyone questioned anything Pastor Mesa did or said, she would immediately accuse them of either speaking with the devil's voice or, if they were particularly argumentative, being the devil himself. How convenient. Whoa. Now, when presented with Benjamin Aparicio, a toddler with behavioral problems, Mesa, It's a toddler. It's a toddler. It's a toddler. Yeah, it's a toddler. Some toddlers are difficult, yes, but it's still a fucking it's a toddler. toddler.
2: It has no idea what it's doing.
4: Mesa surmised that the boy was possessed by a demon of manipulation that needed to be expelled. No, it's a needy toddler. Yeah. And since Benjamin's parents believed Pastor Meza to be a prophet, they gave the go-ahead. Uh-oh. But it was not the exorcism that killed this poor boy. Rather, it was the preparation for the exorcism. didn't
0: make it to the game? No. Yeah,
4: Pastor Meza said that before she could even start, the boy had to fast for 25 years days that is not smart no No. that's
2: not what yeah kids have to eat food
4: it's two-year-old they only gave him five sips of water per day being a toddler the boy of course died long before the 25th day came. Oh my God. As it happens when cult leader predictions don't work out, though, Pastor Mesa pivoted and said that the boy needed to be resurrected with Uh. what she called a rising ceremony. This happens a lot,
2: especially in Texas. We were covering this a little bit, uh, I believe, on side stories about the group people that had a dead
0: kid in Mm -hmm. the middle of There's like a lot of these stories. I almost think we might have talked about this on a round table or something. very true. We (laughs) might have. I remember this. This was really weird. The idea of keeping Uh. a kid
2: dead in a church openly on a table where they would just have sessions of people coming and praying and being like, this is going to be is the one. This is the
0: one. And it's like, no, sir, you just tied a bunch of wires to his body and you made him a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't count, <laughs> sir. No, doesn't count. No,
2: witness my puppetry of the Macau. <laughs> oh my
0: God.
4: This is horrible. When again, that didn't work. Meza and the child's parents, undocumented immigrants both, took the body to Mexico for burial. When the truth came out, though, Pastor Meza was found guilty of felony injury to a child and was sentenced to 99 years in prison. Hey, Holy man.
0: shit, that's America. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Well, that's, that's Texas. <laughs> that's Because the people
4: in Milwaukee didn't get shit. No. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, she got okay, the fucking runner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's also said that I it doesn't I didn't find exactly what she did, but she actually did a plea deal to get ninety nine years because I think they were gonna try to go for murder one and fry this fucking woman. Oh yeah. my goodness! Uh, because the prosecutor said we made a deal with the demon to get a bigger demon, so this woman had some knowledge of some shit. Oh yeah, she tried wow. to sell the
2: idea of like maybe she was a part of a network of these fun little churches. Yeah, Isn't that nice. Isn't yeah. that
4: nice? Yeah, but someone else went
2: down.
1: What's poppin', listeners? I'm Lacey Mosley, host of the podcast Scam Goddess. Each week, I talk with very special guests about the scamiest scammers of all time. Want to know about fake heiresses? We've got them. What about career con men? We got them too. Guys that will wine and dine you and then steal all your coins. Oh, yes, they're also represented. And I'm very excited to share that Scam Goddess has joined the Team Coco Network. So check out the show. I've got guests like Nicole Bayer, Jamila Jamil, Ira Madison III, and I've even got a brand new episode where Conan O'Brien and I dig into the wolf of Wall Street. So join the congregation. Listen to Scam Goddess wherever you get your podcasts.
4: But the case of Pastor Mazer was not the only cult-led exorcism that ended in death. And in fact, the most recent and bloodiest happened just last year in Panama. This one's fucked. Y'all might have covered this on side stories. I'm not, not sure. V- very lightly. Yeah. Found out some more details about this shit yeah. today. It's woo. Well, there, authorities found a body pit containing seven corpses, all belonging to members of an indigenous community called Ngabe Bugle. I have no idea how the fuck. I mean, I don't know their local indigenous Panamanian language. Yeah, so fucking, don't know excuse how to pronounce me. That, yeah. But this fucking place was located deep in the rainforest. The authorities discovered these bodies when three villagers escaped whatever madness had gripped their community, and they reported that this indigenous run but still Christian sect was holding several families against their will. Well, the sect called the New Light of God, they were apparently performing rituals in which people were held against their will in a ramshackle hut in the middle of the village. From reports, a village patriarch named Mario Gonzalez had run the official men of God out of town and Mm. had taken over the village's spiritual guidance.
2: Man, fucking fucking Christian gang
4: violence. Yeah. He claimed to have received messages from God giving him instructions to exercise the entire village. And these rites, according to the defectors, were designed to kill the villagers if they did not repent their sins. Yeah, man, you repent
2: or die for Mm -hmm. serious. They were out there like they were like, fuck this shit
4: yeah it's like we're we're
2: killing everybody
4: yeah and it's a gang that is enforcing this shit it's like a gang of like 10 dudes headed by this guy mario and his son that were basically uh they'd all had a psychotic break yeah and what was truly terrifying about all this was the isolation of the village Hmm. located deep inside the rainforest the nearest town is an hours hike down a steep muddy track followed by a two-hour canoe trip and that's just the nearest town the nearest place where you could get help required a further two and a half hour drive
2: damn yeah man this is like this is a horror movie yeah it really is is. absolutely
4: but when authorities finally showed up they found an unsettling scene a black and red accordion was found on the floor of Bible, open to the book of Revelation, rested on the wooden pulpit. Of course. Seven crosses were etched into the green moss of the floor, and 15 villagers were found tied up next to a ritually sacrificed goat. Because imagine
2: Whoa. you're just a normal-ass person in this village. Yeah. You're normal, right? Or you're like, you know, because they all were like, they were all deeply religious out there anyway. Yeah. It was a Christian sect that was already there.
4: And fairly new like, okay. they were fairly new to religion. Like, yeah. in these sorts of, like, deep rainforests, like, the actual missionaries are have only recently in the last few decades gotten out there, gotten out there and mm-hmm. converted these people. Like, you know, these are people like, you know, they probably have people who remember... Um, still alive remember times before the Christians came
2: oh I bet absolutely and now you're watching this thing the first supposed to come is this which is like I mean it's so symbolic it's nuts but it's like the idea of like this thing's supposed to be comfort and salvation and all this bullshit and you watch it immediately flip into the darkest shit you've Mm -hmm. ever seen in your because they live most of the time and they must live like kind of like lovely lives in tune with the like you know it's also hard it's hard out
4: there it's hard scrabble I mean before modern Christianity yeah I mean now it's I think they say this area of belize is like it's 95% live below the poverty line like because okay. they're trying to be they're trying to force them into Modern society. Right, right. But where like, they, they welcome, had a perfectly fine society on their own before the Christian missionaries came, but now it's they're being forced in this new society, which does not, of course, you know, match up with the yeah. way they've been living life for millennia.
2: Hey guys, just so you know, here hey, there's this thing called money. There's also a thing called taxes. Now you're gonna have to do both of those, all right? Just so you that know. you're really all gonna have to get out. jobs. <laughs> and now you all just been hanging out and having a good time, but now you're all gonna have to get jobs just so you know. Oh, you don't have jobs? Did you know you're super poor? And so what that means right. is that you're not gonna be able to get any resources either so sorry about that
4: and you're possessed by the devil congrats these people have been beaten with the flats of machetes and beaten with bibles and some have their tongues burned with hot embers in an attempt to rid them of the devil and what's terrifying to me is to think about this is to think about the the scene in which these people are having their tongues burned and there's some dude in the fucking corner Badly playing an accordion.
3: Yeah.
4: They, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Not all, Weird out. Al? Yeah, all while fucking Mario screams about oh, the fucking geez. Book of Revelation. But also, I mean, honestly, it's guitar
0: music. Yeah. You would, Or fiddle. Fiddle. Yeah. But how fiddle. Yeah. do you <laughs>
4: repent if your
2: tongue is burnt? Like, how do you say it at work? You repent
4: later. I'm oh, sorry. you repent later. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, according to a survivor, the cult had rounded up The entire community like chickens, tied them up with wire, You know, threatened them with machetes. And this is all in pursuit of exercising the demons from the whole community. And all 10 people were arrested in connection with the rituals. But the worst discovery was, of course, the mass grave. Right. It usually is the worst discovery. A lot of times. It's
2: not normally the buffet. (laughs) No,
4: no. When the body pit was exhumed, it was discovered that the victims were a pregnant mother, her five children aged one to 11, and their 17-year-old neighbor. It seemed
2: to have been the idea that those were the examples made.
4: Yeah. Mm. As of yet, no one knows what the rituals were. They only know that these people were killed because the leader of this violent, short-lived cult believed that demons refused to leave their bodies.
0: Oh, my goodness. You know, sometimes what's wrong with just having the demon in there? Yeah, you know. I don't yeah. know the demon makes you really good at basketball. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> we should ask LeBron
4: James. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, if anyone's got a basketball demon, it's Michael Jordan. In my idea. Yeah. <laughs> and he took it first. It's yeah. possible. Um, <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. not so awesome, but very interesting. Indeed. We got one more. Very interesting stuff. Finally, we have the case that Henry discussed briefly during our Annalisa Mickle series. That of 23-year-old Romanian nun Maricia Maricica. 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 Maric- you have to say it
2: with it's the accent. You have to go, Maricica.
4: <laughs> that of 23 year old Romanian nun, Maricica Cordici. Si. Very good.
2: That good work, <laughs> buddy
4: cornichi had actually been diagnosed as schizophrenic Mm. and when her treatment failed she relapsed into a paranoid state now this was 2005 this was not the 1970s right yeah this is
2: brand new yeah
4: but still cornichi's fellow nuns and the local priest father daniel corriginu decided that instead of psychiatric care she needed an exorcism Uh uh-oh woman
2: needs Mm. an an exorcism
4: Over the course of three days, Cornici was bound to a cross with rags anointed with holy water. She was then gagged with a towel and left in a dark room in the convent without food or water. Eventually, this woman died of both suffocation and and dehydration they're actually not sure what killed her okay this is,
2: this is a it's a fucked up story but it's also interesting because this part of the world has only recently embraced religion mm-hmm. because they were part of the they were they were under communist rule for a period of time which is uh, Ceausescu. yes and yeah. the communist dictator and he uh was it was anti-religion right like ideas like yeah, they can't believed, have religion yeah. they mm-hmm. can't have any religion which is you know i mean honestly whatever but they in the release, like when he was gone, the, a lot of these small villages found religion, and not only just found religion, it wasn't like found like my mom's like version of like Unitarian crystal, like oh, Christian no, bullshit. I mean, you look you know at I mean? South
0: Korean Christians, they're very intense because mm-hmm. of yes. course in North Korea, religion's banned, and it's a deadly sin. Yes. Yeah, you and can then get murdered here, if you have a Bible.
2: They went straight to the ancient. Christianity. They yeah. found I guess that's where you start. huh? The yeah, old got school to and the priest that they had was like a young like hot shot dude. Like have you seen pictures of him? No. He's got this super long ginger beard like he's
0: redheaded. How like, did you feel when you saw him?
2: I, I thought it was, it was a great beard. Yeah. Um, but he was like a young guy. Yeah. Like, And so he's this guy who came in who says like I'm going to hold the torch of the ancient Christian church and, and show people what we're going to do here. Uh, we're going to do it legit. We're doing it old school. And then he became sort of like a weird celebrity because when all of this went down they, oh, they had to figure out how to prosecute this church group yeah and it was very right. difficult because it, yeah. they were trying to it was all about like we don't want to again ostracize the new religious fervor in our country
4: I mean well had it not been for the girl's parents calling for the imprisonment? Of the four nuns and this priest. I mean, the crime might have been swept under the rug by the church. Absolutely,
2: right? because they were trying to save face in a way. And But it was weird because this girl was not, she, the girl that Morizia was not necessarily very religious. She was just kind of, strange and mm-hmm. otherworldly and her friend from high school was the one in the church who was just like she reached out to her i think literally through facebook mm-hmm. and said like where do i go where do i go i i'm feeling these feelings of like ennui. like that's yeah. how it was it was a general dissatisfaction with life might have been a half lesbian you know yeah. what i mean like that type of thing where she didn't know she was having all these thoughts she didn't understand and she's like you should come to this this church uh, on top of this hill okay. out in the middle of the Romanian forest. And this is another
4: it horror. It could be fun, but it uh, doesn't sound like it ended very well. But as it was, the evidence was clear. Cornici was disfigured from days of struggling on the cross and she even showed evidence of physical violence on her stomach quite possibly from more crushing yes the crushing that's the thing with
0: the crushing people
4: the priest was at the very least sentenced to 14 years in prison but he should have gotten more the nuns however got off with next to nothing considering how they helped murder a woman in the name of god right one got six years while the other 3 only served 5
2: yeah cuz they Over were also it? they were viewed as accessories and again it's a sort of like religious crime and they mm-hmm. couldn't figure out how to prosecute it and it was also this massive media sensation because the whole world took it up and then they kind of showed up they looked like characters from an old school picture book everybody's yeah. like at this trial everybody's in modern every it's modern right it's modern mm-hmm. times it's like it was a 2015
0: 2005
2: Oh yeah, 2005. This is 2005. So everybody's like dressed normal and shit, and then here comes like essentially these Franciscan monks. It looked like the Manson girls, yeah. Like that style, where he right. came in as this all the worldly spiritual figure. And so there is sort of that where the optics itself make people kind of doubt what's going on because yeah. they're like, yeah. well, look at he so looks like a guy the, from a movie. Yeah, like, he looks like one of wasn't those old a
0: killer. Just yeah. To- I don't know if the I guess intent I don't matters, know, because I suppose. Monday I guess it's trying to save people, but They also work. believe that if you fucking die, we'll get we got you anyway. We got
2: you yeah. anyway.
4: So who cares? But that's the thing is that you need to like I know the intent, like it's all about intent, but it's also about fucking making an example. Yes. It's yeah. also about showing people like if you kill someone during an exorcism, you will go to prison. Yeah, so call, do call do a right. doctor. Call a doctor. What? You
2: need to have a doctor in the room. You can do your little exorcism, Sure. But you should have a doctor in the room as well. Like you should be able to say like okay yes the demon the demon needs fluids we need to drop (laughs) a line in maybe maybe save the quote unquote save this person if we need to
4: yeah So, while prosecution for deaths caused by exorcism is certainly uneven across the world, there's never been, as far as I know, a modern case in which the defense successfully argued that the devil is the real culprit when a so-called possessed person dies during an exorcism.
2: We couldn't even get Bill Cosby to stay in jail. You know what I mean? Like, we're not gonna The devil needs to show up in court, and guess what? He's already there. Whoa, he's the judge.
4: But nevertheless, it still seems like there's a continuing and growing Growing epidemic of people who believe so hard in demons and the devil that they're willing to kill other human beings in pursuit of proving that Satan and therefore God is real. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror and realize
0: you are the demon. You yeah. become the demon. You become the demon. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. It's What's fascinating. so fascinating? Fascinated is that these are so relatively new.
4: Uh, Yeah, no, it's still happening, man.
2: No, it just seems to be uh, almost uh, an epidemic of its own.
4: Yes, indeed. Quite a few that I'm sure we don't even know about. Uh, Absolutely.
2: And I'm very excited that now we're about to head into a new year. Aren't right. New, new exorcisms. New exorcisms no. <laughs> going to happen in twenty twenty two. I hope we. Uh, what I'm hoping for some meta exorcisms. I hope Facebook can really help us Ugh, yeah. in the digital space of
4: exorcisms. Actually, uh, we all know about the Bob Larson exorcisms. Yep. Like Bob Larson, just Bob passed. Larson.
2: He died. Oh no, I'm wrong. You know who? Our, our other favorite just passed. Russ Isidar. The Black Dar- Flame Ministries. Dizdar, Dizdar died, yeah, huh? Yeah. Dizdar
0: is dad, too. Huh. Yeah, Larson's still around. He's still got his YouTube channel up. No, yeah. he's doing good. Those yeah. girls it's are it. still it's out there. It. I think it's they did insane. a
2: pro-Trump song, uh, which was very interesting.
4: I'm sure they did. and Ray Stevens. In between Skype exorcisms, you know. <laughs> just nail it. <laughs> <laughs> Had to um, make sure. All the best people.
2: But next, we talk about outside stories this week. Next week, we're going on our winter solstice break, is this what I'll call, is, he call it. To, he
0: doesn't want to say Christmas. Of course not. It's Christmas. I love Christmas. It's really yeah. fun. because you're allowed to love of Christmas. Yeah, thank and you. I'm sorry that Henry is hampering your spirit. Thank I don't hamper he's not, anybody's he, he spirit. He can't hamper your, jack shit on yeah, me. Yeah, it's your like fucking I, life. <laughs> well, I'm going to go <laughs> see the <laughs> Miami Dolphins play. Honestly,
2: that's the better way
0: to celebrate that's Christmas. Nice.
2: But we're taking a break uh, next week and we will be back the week afterwards. And yes. just so you know, 2022 has so many surprises in store for all of you fucking I don't fucking want anymore <laughs> You fucking assholes are going to d- see the kind of con- the kind of fucking content that it's going to be ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> like we've had so many
0: surprises. You. Maybe we should just give everyone a list of what we're doing so they can plan. I <laughs> don't <laughs> we'll know of any more. Well, we I can't handle any more
2: surprises. We got one more UFO story right before we end out the year yes. and then we've got some surprising true crime leading up until February. Mm-hmm. And we will be, uh, We're again, we're going to stay on Spotify, but we're going wide to all different apps as of Mm -hmm. february 1st and so you'll see we got a special one coming we We cannot cannot
0: wait to be on all of your services platforms whatever it is oh yeah thanks for supporting all the shows here on the last podcast network what a wonderful year it's been thank you all so much for your support again and yeah we'll just see y'all I guess the the road is over. Yeah, the roads.
4: Yeah, yeah by the, the time not really,
2: we're no. right back on the road. We're Yeah, back. two I mean, for weeks in January, year. we're going to be.
4: Uh, yeah, we're going to be there. But we also we got the uh, we got Soul Plumber out right now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, issues one, two, and three are on the shelves. Yes, call them harass them gently
2: sure. yes don't, don't have exercise soul them. plumbers on your uh, get that soul plumber
0: on your shelves and yeah. keep on supporting all the shows here on yeah. the last podcast and network
2: all, and still yeah and the z2 comic book last two comic book on the left is coming out in next uh in the next quarter as well yeah Which make sure to
0: uh, pre-order that one as well all right everyone thanks for listening hail yourselves hail satan Hail keen my delations everybody hail me also just go to the doctor we say it all the time. Go, yeah. to, the Go, Go to, the to the doctor. Go to the doctor.
4: Ask your therapist for something. Yeah, What's a, to say what's, what's going on with my well, bullshit. What's with
2: my bullshit? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. or Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> this show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, Go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
1: What's poppin', listeners? I'm Lacey Mosley, host of the podcast Scam Goddess. Each week, I talk with very special guests about the scamiest scammers of all time. Want to know about fake heiresses? We've got them. What about career conmen? We got them too. Guys that will wine and dine you and then steal all your coins. Oh yes, they're also represented. And I'm very excited to share that Scam Goddess has joined the Team Coco Network. So check out the show. I've got guests like Nicole Bayer, Jamila Jamil, Ira Madison III. And I've even got a brand new episode where Conan O'Brien and I dig into the wolf of Wall Street. So join the congregation. Listen to Scam Goddess wherever you get your podcasts.